0: Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on LineUpMedia.fm. From the LineUp Media studios in beautiful downtown Edwardsville on a rainy night, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, season number three, show number 34, recorded Tuesday, October twenty-fifth, 2022. Thanks to partners Kassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Kellert Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. I'm Dave Light. Show number 34 features a couple K Hawk soccer stars Adam Reiniger, and Trey Peterson. His coach accidentally t- called him Trey Simpson in a text to me, so I've got Trey Simpson all over the place. i got to change it to Trey Peterson, a couple of K-Hawk soccer stars in here. And then we've got Coach Sam Smith, Sam Quigley Smith, who leads the Cougar Women's Basketball Program back for probably the fourth time on the show. She is a ball of energy. You're going to love her. Stick around for her. Three things you can do to help, number one, subscribe to this podcast. It's free, and you love it. And where else are you going to hear K-Hawks and Cougars in the middle of the week? Number two, follow us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and all the kids are on Instagram, Instagram, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, kids. If you have a story idea, don't forget to email me at mespdave at gmail.com, and you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. All right, K-Hawks, let's get to it. Congrats on a great season, guys. I know it didn't end like you want, like you wanted it to. 17-4-2-2 conference champions you got a lot to be proud of in purple nation right oh yeah
1: yeah okay
0: trey peterson defense no yep. back line for the k hawks played solid d back there and one of the area's best players adam reiniger back again he was actually our Mesby winner last year so welcome to the show guys thank you thank you adam listed as five nine 140 pounds still yeah. there
2: yep pretty much
0: Plays uh, soccer and volleyball, and the team is ranked top 100 nationally right now. You
2: guys had a great season. What did it take for you to win the conference championship? Uh, I mean, it all started in the summer. We've been working since June, there summer workouts, and they work us hard, but it all ends up being worth it. And you guys have played together for a long time, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Since what, like five years old?
2: Probably, yeah. Okay. Have you always played in the front, and have you always played up top, Adam? Uh, no, I started as a center back, and then eventually moved my way to center mid, and then the past two years I've been a forward. So, seventeen and seventeen, four and two this year. That your team was obviously strong. What was the strength of this team this year? Uh, we all just learned to work as a team, and I mean, pick each other up. Didn't matter what the score was.
0: How does this year's team compare? last year's team last year you got to final eight right and i think it's very i think soccer is one of those sports in which sometimes some of the best teams in the state can lose in the regional it's not unheard of so last year's team got a little bit farther but this year's team was was really good how would you compare the two teams
1: Uh, i think this year we might have been a little stronger because we got kids and more experience this year but uh Yes, it was hard. I think last year we got a lot of lucky bounces that went our way, got us to where we were. I mean, obviously it took a lot of hard work, but you got to get those bounces in the playoffs to get you where you want to go. This and, year it didn't go our way. but And calls too.
0: Yeah. Calls yeah. and bounces and a couple things here and there, and all of a sudden you're down 1-0. Hmm. Or you're up. Or you're up.
1: Last year you felt like you were up one oh, yeah. yeah, Definitely on the other side of that more last year than this year. Okay.
0: Mark Heiderscheid of Edwardsville High School said of you you are a phenomenal goal scorer clearly one of the best players in the area how do you feel when you hear accolades
2: like that coming from your opponents Um, it obviously feels great I mean after the regional final he pulled me aside and talked to me and said a lot of good things and obviously it doesn't change the fact that I wasn't able to play but it always makes you feel a little bit better okay because you were hurt in the game before an ankle injury,
0: and uh, you're still on crotches, yeah. and it's a drag you couldn't play, and
2: that probably hurt worse than playing and losing, didn't it? Oh, yeah, sitting there and watching and not being able to do anything about it is probably one of the hardest things. Well, we had a, a volleyball player in here a couple of weeks ago, a girl from
0: Highland who didn't get to play a game all year long because she was hurt, and uh, you're hurt, and, and I know how much it it... it it hurts an athlete to not get a chance to play in that last game, and so I think that's the thing about sports is you have those you have those tough moments. But you're a junior, and you have another year of high school to come back. and Have you already started thinking about your plans for next year?
2: Oh yeah, it's it's hard right now, but there's always you can look forward and just prepare for next year.
1: Trey,
0: you're a junior, also. Nope. Yep. Thinking about next year. Big plans for for this team for oh, next
1: year. Definitely, definitely, we're gonna get back in the summer and you know work hard. Hopefully, a little different result next year.
0: Any other sports for you? Uh, Adam plays volleyball. Yeah, in the spring.
1: also I run cross country. I didn't as much this year. More focused on soccer, but then I'll run track in the spring. Okay, you will.
0: Yeah. So you're 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 a distance runner yep. as well. Okay. Um, I want to talk about your volleyball, and I want to talk a little bit more about about your running. But first, <laughs> I want to talk about you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee Jeb and Ginger Blassing Game the chance to serve you. They have offices in Waterloo, O'Fallon, and Edwardsville with more than 130 agents. The Blassing Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 5,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing and they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they're ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at BlastingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. All right, track, cross-country, does that help you with soccer?
1: Oh, definitely. You know, it uh, gives me shape, gives me the endurance. I need to you know, really play the whole game.
0: Play Play the whole 90 minutes. How long do you guys play? 40-minute halves,
2: 45? 40s. 80 minutes.
0: Volleyball. Is that
2: fun for you? Yeah. I've played it since probably fourth grade, I think. Oh, you've played a long time.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I was just thinking that this was something that you did to take a break from soccer. Will you still play some club soccer or a lot of club soccer in the spring? Oh, yeah. As soon as I'm ready to play again, I'll be back on the field. But you'll be playing a lot. I mean, I figured this winter... You play soccer, right? Yeah. Would you be play indoor? Would you guys play? Yeah. So indoor all winter.
2: Yeah. Yep. Do you like playing indoor? Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. Something different than outdoor. I felt like it was more physical.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I felt like there were more injuries in indoor, so I think that's that's one thing I would be. Yeah,
1: definitely I would be gotta careful. be careful.
0: Yeah. Adam, in almost everything I read about you, people bring up the fact that you're from a soccer family. Does that something that that you think works to your advantage, or do you ever get sick of people asking you about that?
2: Um, I mean, it's normally the same response. I've grown up around soccer, and for a while, I thought I would never play it. I hated to watch soccer. Really, I, I still don't really like watching it, but I've learned to love it. So, well, you're you're one of the area's top top finishers,
0: top scorers, and so you. I, it seems obvious to me that at
2: least you've got to love scoring goals. Is that your favorite part of playing soccer? Yeah, uh, I used to play defense, and I don't know, it just wasn't as fun back then. And now I get the opportunity to attack and score goals. So, how about you? What do you love about soccer?
1: Oh, uh, just the competitiveness of it. You know, getting to see my friends every day at their school. You know, working hard with them and then trying to put something together with them to find the result. It's fun.
0: And you guys are on a run, 24, I think you won 24 games last year, and you got to the quarterfinals, and, the, and again, 17 uh, wins this year, back-to-back conference championships for you guys. You're on a roll. To what do you attribute all the soccer success at Collinsville High School?
1: Uh, I definitely think a big part of it's our chemistry. A lot of us have been playing together since we were like five, six years old, so that's a big part of it. And then another part I think is just uh, loogie, but it makes us work hard. Definitely. We run a lot during the, during the summer, and then I think we get to outwork teams during the, during the season a little easier. What What is
0: your team playing style, and was it the same last year as it is this year?
2: Yeah, the playing style typically is the same. We like to play fast and just go at teams as much as possible. Ball control or lots of just playing through, playing fast through, or what? There's ball control, but then we also don't like to go backwards. We like to always keep pressure on teams and keep them on their feet. And one thing that surprised me that I just learned is that fields are different
0: sizes in the area and in the conference. Describe the field at Collinsville.
1: Uh, our field's, I think, one of the narrower ones. But right. so before every game, you would tell us, like, oh, this is a big field, so, you know, use the use the width. We're like, hey, this is a kind of a narrow field, so let's try to look through the middle. But, yeah. It's definitely a big part of our game because we like to make those runs like on the side, take people on. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And who has the more – who has the broader fields? Oh, Edwardsville's got a very, very big field. Is – what about the other schools in the conference? I mean, like, is every school different? I just – I'm just shocked. And I just learned this this week. I was just shocked when when someone
1: told me that. Oh, uh, well, yeah. East has got a really narrow field, so it makes it hard to put because, you know, I've been – More, more narrow, narrow than yours? Yeah. yeah.
0: What? Yeah.
1: So east so
0: you don't have the most narrow field in the conference. Mm-hmm. How about the area? Are you
2: the like are there teams that even locally that have fields that are even more narrow than east? Um I, east is one of the most narrow that we know of. Yeah. I think ours is probably middle of the road. Okay. And what about turf versus grass? Is anybody playing on grass still in the conference? Uh we played our game against Alton on grass this year.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: And then one game at Blackburn, but that's also really nice grass. Oh, I played a soccer game at Blackburn when I was in college. I remember playing
0: there. Okay, so what makes a bigger difference to you? The width or the
2: or the type of turf? Personally, a lot of people say they like grass better, like if it's like really nice grass, but for me I would have to stay say turf just because like my ankle does not do good in grass.
0: So, so like have you had problems with this stomach. ankle before?
2: Yeah, early in the season I was struggling. I got it taped almost every game. And then I went for, like, two weeks, I think, and it was totally fine. And then I think I just went down on it wrong, so. Are you rolling it? Uh, no, it's, like, completely sprained. It's a high ankle sprain. That's sad, man.
0: I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, okay. I think great soccer players recognize other great soccer players. Who are some other players locally when you watch them play you think, man that kid that kid can play this game who are some other kids on some other teams any teams that you have a lot of respect for or, or guys that re, or guys that impress you or teams
2: even I think it really depends. I mean our coaches will tell us like players to watch before the game um, there's normally one or two on each team I'd say. East, there's probably Anton. He's pretty good. Edwardsville, oh, I don't even know his name.
1: Who Axton? Probably Axton. Yeah, that one. He's uh, pretty shifty in the middle. He got some speed, so yeah, definitely on the uh, the pregame talks.
2: <laughs> How much talking is there going on? Uh, we talk probably 15 minutes at least before every game. Go through the game plan and what's expected of us. Does your game plan change much, opponent to opponent? Or, you don't, or don't you guys pretty much have the same style regardless of who you're playing? Yeah, we try to stick to the same plan unless it's really not working.
0: And then you change to what? How come? How much can you change? Like, I mean, like once you develop a certain style, I mean, you can change your personnel and and try to attack certain other areas
2: of the field. But what else can you do at that at that point? I mean, we just listen to our coaches as much as we can. They're watching throughout the game, and they can see it best from the sidelines. So whatever they tell us, we try to adapt to and go from there. All right. I'm going to help you get some extra credit now, all right, in one of your classes. I'm going to let you talk
0: about or give credit to whichever teacher is doing a great job, whichever teacher's class you love right now. And here's the thing. Before you decide which teacher's class you love, you might want to think about In which class could I really use a little bit of help from this teacher? So I'll start with you, Trey Peterson. Who's your favorite teacher? What's your favorite class right now at Collinsville High School?
1: Oh, right now I'd say uh, probably U.S. History with uh, Mr. Gordon in there. He always makes it fun.
0: Mr. Gordon's working hard and making it fun for the kids at Collinsville High School, and then he got mentioned on the Metro Esports podcast. Oh, yeah. Mr. Gordon, you deserve to give Trey Trey Peterson some extra credit. Okay,
2: Adam Reiniger. Let's would, hear about that class. I would definitely have to agree with them. I have the same hour as him and same hour. Yep. Oh, yeah. Same class. Yeah, our schedule is basically the same.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: So what are you learning in uh, in the history class right now? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're learning a lot. I can t- come yeah. on. What are you talking about?
2: I think it's like the time period after the Civil War.
0: There you go. Yeah. Reconstruction? Sure. Something
1: like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you guys are learning a lot. Okay. Trey Peterson, Adam Reininger, Khawk Soccer, thanks so much for coming by, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Had a blast talking to Adam Reininger and Trey Peterson of the Hawks. Sam Quigley-Smith, Coach Sam of the Cougars women's basketball program, up next but first. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as Friendliest Staff, Best Course to Host a Fundraiser, and Best Senior Scramble in the Bi-State Area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook Wants to Win Your Business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I will attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. And thanks, as always, to partner Cassens Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Casson's inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at cassons.com. Casson's has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car, a truck, or a minivan or anything else, anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. Coach Sam, up next. Okay, guest number two tonight. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, Coach Sam. Good to see you. Yes.
3: So good to be here. So good to be here.
0: I'm not seeing you this time. We're doing this over the phone. No,
3: yes. (laughs) Because with all
0: those little kids, you got some kids sick. Yeah. (laughs) And and you got some mom duties too that you got to take care of. It never
3: ends, right? It's like the post COVID, but still (laughs) dealing with it all. It never
0: never ends. How many kids do you have? It never
3: ends. Uh, We have four, my husband and I.
0: And ages. Four and
3: then 16 women on our basketball team. (laughs) Wow. And then, um, yeah, we have nine. We have nine, seven, five, and four are our little ones. So Jeez, okay, all right. Well,
0: <laughs> I appreciate your time, and I don't want to take up any more than I need to, but I want to talk to you about. You know, you're two weeks out. You open up on November sixth, right? You're just right around the corner yes. here. So you're like two yes. two weeks out. What are your days looking like two weeks before your first game?
3: Yeah, they're they're actually really interesting. We had a we had a close scrimmage this past weekend. And so it gave us the first opportunity to like play against a team that wasn't ourselves, you know? And so it's just sharpening all of these, these things. And it's a whole new group. We have nine new faces, newcomers, combination of freshmen and transfers, and then the combination of those that returned. So you're trying to mesh this whole, you know, group of women and you're still a new staff too. So you're establishing culture and you're establishing your pace of play, your up-tempo style you know, So it's a, it's a work in progress every day. Um, from a recruiting standpoint, though, we've definitely improved and gotten better. Um, and so it's exciting. It's like this moment of now it all gets put together in the next two to three weeks.
0: How is this team going to look different than last year's team? You said you've got nine new players. In terms of style and personnel, what should I expect to see?
3: Yeah, obviously as a staff, you try to, try to recruit to what it is that you're, you're trying to play and the way you're trying to play you know, so having some new additions, you know, we graduated a point guard, we graduated a really great score last year. So trying to fill those voids were, were priorities for us in recruiting. Um, and just this athleticism that, that helps us in terms of our pressure defense and um, really having our defense fuel our offense, you need that athleticism on that side of the ball um, to really play this type of style. Um, and then obviously it's like the cardio part. So you have these few women that are kind of role players, but they're, hard nosed kind of joggernaut doing all the little things and the the messy things that you know some others don't want to do necessarily uh so we've got a great combination of of people that are really buying into the the style of play, but also just our our staff and everyone coming together and and seeing things kind of progress and seeing it on the court against an opponent an opponent that's not yourself that's that's really helpful.
0: <laughs> do you feel like you play a unique style?
3: yeah, definitely uh you know i I would say like a lot of programs probably don't pressure as much as we do from a defensive standpoint. Um, and, and we do have this, this offensive mindset that is very much about sharing the basketball, about you know, many people being in double-figure scoring um, and, and making that extra pass to extra teammates, kind of a selfless-type offense, um, while also trying to push the ball. And you know, we want to score 80 to 90 a game. So in order to do that, you've got to get it out quickly. You know, you've got to move it up the court. You've got to pass the ball to open teammates ahead of you. Um, so yeah, I would say it is a little bit unique, um, just because it's it, it requires a lot of stress and endurance and a cardio standpoint that maybe not a lot of programs are accustomed to or do.
0: Definitely full court pressure, whole whole game.
3: Yeah, I mean <laughs> the majority of the game, I would say, um, and some of it depends on opponent too. Like we're going to Louisville this year, and we'll be playing a returning Final Four team in front of twelve to fourteen thousand. I'm not sure how much we're going to press them, but we'll we'll see what we can we can manage. Um, so some of it depends on opponent too, and, and certain scouts and certain games. Um, but that's definitely something that is our niche and something we work on every single day in a day to day practice format. So
0: and you have to have a deeper team if you're going to play that style, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, you do. You do. You know, you can't you can't stick with a seven player rotation. You've got to play anywhere from ten to twelve sometimes. You know, so it really just depends on you know, that, that game in terms of, okay, who needs more rest compared to somebody else on a day like today? How many games you play in a week sometimes, you know, you get to that third game potentially at the end of a week and now you're playing more bodies because, you know, other people played more minutes earlier in the week. So it's all about, you know, kind of managing that, managing personnel. Um, but I would say it's a really fun, fun way to play and it's a fun thing to watch. So, uh, you know, we kind of started that and initially established it last year, um, you know kind of set some records in the nation we were top 15 and forced turnovers and steals in the nation so these are all really cool stats for our team to see and understand like hey this stuff kind of works
0: is <laughs> this how you played
3: uh yeah i mean growing up too like i think we i was always a part of teams i was like a little point guard that was just like probably a little nat to most people um we were always small so we we played an up-tempo style we ran a lot um, played with my older sister and always just like chucked the ball down the court to her. She could catch anything was like <laughs> crazy, great athlete, you know? So I think that pace, that pace of play I grew up with too. So like as a child, I was always playing like a run and done game, getting layups, that type of thing. Um, and then obviously going to, to college and playing at DePaul, they call it DePaul ball and it's called that, that for a reason. And that's kind of a similar, maybe with a little less green light with us right
0: now. And I'm trying to remember but I I think if I'm not mistaken you're number 2 all-time assists at DePaul still, right?
3: Ah, oh, well, I'd have you, to look that up. I'm not I think I, think I, was. I was at one point. Yeah. You, you <laughs> the right. last few years they've had some great years and great point guards so
0: Well, I'm glad you brought up the schedule because I looked at your schedule and I I think I understand it. What I see is you, <laughs> you? <laughs> I do. I looked at your whole schedule and I think I think I get it. Okay, here's what's going to happen. You mm-hmm. play a brutally tough non conference schedule between november 6th and christmas and mm-hmm. then from christmas on starting on december 29th you play nothing but ovc games through the end of the season basically do yeah. i and then the conference tournament do i understand your schedule
3: yes you do okay
0: <laughs> now when i look at your schedule man you've lo- you've put some big boys big girls on this schedule, like you said, yeah, Louisville, we did. Louisville, Purdue, Memphis, Xavier, Iowa State, Western, Northern. Will Northern feel like going home for you?
3: Yeah, definitely. So close. You know, and quite a few of our, we have staff members too, assistant coaches, and then a couple of our players are from the Chicagoland area also. So it's kind of one of those games, like we really wanted to get back there for those families, for those people, um, and that support system that they all have. Um, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a non-conference schedule that will will definitely prepare us.
0: And I know you're looking forward to November sixth, and I know you're not going to look past Missouri S and T. But I personally am really looking forward to November eleventh when you play Saint Louis University. I think that'll yeah. be a, I think that'll be a big deal in the in the Saint Louis metro area. You agree with yeah, that? Yeah,
3: definitely. Yeah, definitely. And we go to their place, and it's just uh, you know they have a new coaching staff as well, so it's both of us sort of new in our Coaching tenures at our at our respective institutions and just trying to establish what we got going on there. But um, yeah, they're going to be tough. They brought a lot. She brought a lot with her from, from Longwood, so it'll be a great crosstown rival game again.
0: Have you intentionally loaded up on tough opponents to make your team tougher?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I would say that's that was a really big focus of our of our non conference scheduling and just getting us prepared and ready for the OVC. Um, you know, we feel like the OVC has really changed and I'll, I'll touch on it in a little bit with some teams departing and leaving. And so it gives, you know, everyone else in the league a lot of opportunity. You know, you win a conference tournament like the OVC and you go to your first NCAA tournament game, you know, and what, what we want to prepare for, you know, whether it's this year or in the near future, are women being, being ready to walk through that tunnel of that first NCAA game. And, you know, you're going to be a low seed. You're going to be a low seed going to a real high seed. And so you've got to be prepared for those games that are, yeah, you're playing in front of 10,000 at Louisville's gym, you know, at Stanford's place. Like you've got to be ready for those games and those matchups. So um, yeah, we're going to get a taste of it. Let me tell you.
0: (laughs) I admire it. I admire the schedule you put put together, knowing that you're going to take lumps early, potentially, literally, physically, but believing that it's going to toughen your team and prepare them for your conference tournament and for the eventual long haul. This year, and yeah. This year and years beyond.
3: Yeah, definitely. It's about competing too. Like just, you know, win or lose at the end of the day. Like, did we compete today? Did we compete in that second half? You know, like our women understanding, like, hey, if you can guard this woman from Louisville, if you can guard this woman from Iowa State, hey, you can guard this player in our OVC. Okay. So those those aspects I think are are big for us.
0: All right. I want to talk about. I, I got to talk about a couple of our sponsors. And then I want to talk about your vision for this year. And I think you've turned a lot of people on to uh, Cougar women's basketball at the university there. And I think a lot of people love your program. But do you know what everybody hates? Go ahead and guess. What's that? Waiting in line at the DMV. And now you Uh. don't have to. Because you can go see the state certified experts at Rosenthal License Service for all your licensing needs, including title work for cars, trucks, motorcycles, ATVs, boats, campers, RVs, and trailers. Located in Edwardsville, in the Montclair Shopping Plaza, right across from the DMV, Rosenthal is a local family-owned business that has been serving the Metro East for more than 80 years with fast, friendly service. And they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public. So the next time you need to renew your sticker, save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends, John and Francis at Rosenthal License Service, or give them a call at 656-6163. Tell them I sent you. And Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loan saves me money every month now, and will save my family thousands in the long run how he refinanced my existing mortgage, and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, so you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans, and ask for the MESP special. If you refinance with Andy, he'll donate $100 to the Metro East high school, junior high, or university team of your choice. He'll give $100 to the Cougar Women's Basketball Program. He'll give $100 to EHS Tennis. It is up to you. Call Andy today at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. Okay, now that I have proven my understanding of your schedule this year, let's talk a little bit more specifically about your vision for this year. Who are going to be some of those key contributors for you this year?
3: Yeah, definitely. We return uh, one of our leading scorers, Michaela Kennard, um who's originally from Louisville, kind of a main reason we're taking the group out to Louisville to play Louisville. Um, so she's one that's returning and is kind of that leader from a scoring standpoint, and experience and playing time standpoint. Um, her ajulu Tata is another one that that got substantial playing time last year. Um, you know, someone like a Sophie Lois, who's sort of a local product, and she, you know, was an all conference conference player of the week last year um, once or twice, so, having those returning players that really understand this coaching staff style of play and what it is that we want to establish and continue to grow on. Um, The vision is going to be one of development and growth for sure. We want to transform, you know, our players and our women into, into something different than they were when they got here, when they arrived here. So that's, those are two really main things that we're, we're trying to focus on. And then we have these new additions. We have more than half of the team that are sophomores or under sophomores or freshmen. So we're young, um, but it's, it's some great additions and some transfers and then five freshmen as well. Um, so we have two transfers from Tulsa, one from Valparaiso, and then one from Wren Lake Community College. Um, and then quite a few freshmen that are from the local area, one being from Edwardsville High School right here, um, another from Granite City, and then quite a few from St. Louis. Uh, so those additions, in addition to our returning players that got substantial playing time, just really excites us for that combination of both of them coming together and doing something really special this year.
0: The game I went to last year, you had a terrific come from behind victory over, I want to say it was SEMO at home. I think,
3: ah, yeah, well, it was SEMO. That's right. We had two comeback ones. So I was like thinking, which one? And you had a
0: ton of girls out. Some girls were sick. Yeah, some girls were We were. were we
3: did. We had a couple out with
0: COVID. That's right. Sophie Lewis Sophie lit it she up did. that night. She was on yeah, fire. I was really impressed with her along mm-hmm. with along with the girl that you're going to miss. Uh, the Bethalto native,
3: uh, Allie Trekler.
0: Yeah. You're going to, yeah. you're going to miss her. Yep. She, she's a mainstay. What is she doing? I need to have her back on the podcast.
3: You know what? She just got a job. She's working on, um, in a correctional facility outside of St. Louis. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but she's in the working world. Wow. Her and I go to some CrossFit together on some, on some Tuesdays and Wednesdays sometimes out in uh, Wood River.
0: All right. Well, you so, got yeah, to tell, tell her. You got to tell her I asked about her and that she needs to come I back. I will. How is I definitely th- will. And you mentioned the Edwardsville product, Macy Sylvie. How is she fitting in?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really great. I would say like a, a great surprise for us. I mean, we knew she was a competitor and a hard nosed player, but, you know, she's a coach's daughter for sure. Her basketball IQ off the charts. Um, and just those little things that she does. She's a lights out shooter um, and just does all these little kind of dirty work things that that really get unnoticed until you watch film and then you're like wow like that play was made because of macy because of what she does so yeah we're really excited to have her in addition um to some of the other local local women but but her in particular these first few weeks of practice um she also at our cougar madness she also beat rayshon taylor in the three-point contest i don't want to throw that out there but sweet i just threw that i just threw that out there
0: (laughs) How's, how's rayshon feeling
3: he's doing really well yeah i mean he's he's moving now and getting himself to a place of being able to, to get into some games and things like that. So, um, I think getting closer and closer to being cleared. So what a great guy.
0: Okay. Last year, uh, you had a, 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 what I thought was a a very big year for the program, getting back into the conference tournament and remind me, did you win your first game in the conference tournament?
3: We did. We won our first game in the conference tournament. That was the first win uh, in a
0: very long time.
3: Yeah. And maybe five or six years I'd have to look up exactly. But, um, but yeah, so it was a it was really a great sort of kickoff year, energized, moving forward um, in terms of what we're trying to do here in the future.
0: And who are the teams? And I'm looking at your conference schedule now: Tennessee Tech, Southeast Missouri, uh, again Tennessee State, uh, Southern Indiana, Eastern Lindenwood this year, new to the conference. Moorhead, mm-hmm. Southern Indiana. Who are the teams? UT Martin and Little Rock. Who are the teams that you think are the early season favorites? to compete for the top of your conference, along with yourselves?
3: Yeah, Tennessee Tech and actually UT Martin both return quite a bit. You know, and those were two programs that finished in the top five or so, five or six. Um, And so those two programs, having so many players return, are definitely kind of earmarked at the top of our league right now. Um, And then after that, it's it's sort of open, you know, in my kind of humble opinion. Um, You know, we had some really tight ones with Eastern Illinois. Um, obviously, Simo, you saw the come from behind right. um, game and win, uh, and now the addition of the few. Uh, we have three that joined our league: Southern Indiana, Lindenwood, which is right over the, the bridge, right. obviously, right. and then Arkansas Little Rock. And Little Rock is 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 very good. Like so, they they come out came out of their league, top two in their league, and now come into us in the OVC. So we added a team, you know, that's definitely going to be a competitor and in the top of our league. Um, but then departed and left was Belmont, Murray State, and Austin P. So those were three of the top teams that were in our league. So really, it's a great opportunity for both yes. us and our men's program. Absolutely. You know, and our, and our men return a lot just in terms of players and personnel. But yeah, it's an exciting moment to be in the OVC because there's a lot of opportunity, I would say. I, I think I feel
0: the exact same way. All of a sudden, three of the top teams are gone, and everybody's yep. looking around going, we want to take their spot. And I think yeah. it's, I think it's going to be really interesting. And like you said, you've got a couple teams that are returning a lot, but it's it seems like it's really wide open. And I think you guys have got to be, you know, rubbing your hands together, really looking forward to this year.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I know our, our players are too, which is really exciting. You know, they see kind of the writing on the wall and the, um, you know, even the the OVC kind of comes out with preseason rankings and just fuel for fuel for us. You know, and our team just getting really excited to get things going. So where did they rank you? They put a six. So, and you love that yes. because you look
0: at that and you, put that, on the, you yeah. put that on the bulletin board and you look like, look how wrong they are. We can't wait to yep. finish first, right?
3: Yeah, exactly, you exactly. So,
0: and the conference tournament I noticed, is going to be in Evansville this year, so it's not too far away. So hopefully, you'll get a strong following to follow the Cougars when when they go. Yeah, to Indiana, yeah,
3: definitely Indiana. not too far away at all. So. Okay. Yeah, it's exciting. Exciting moments for Cougar basketball.
0: Okay, let's draw the vision back a little bit and talk a little bit more broadly about the program as a whole. Are you where you want this program to be? This is year number three for you coming up, right?
3: This is year number two. Year number
0: two. Sorry. Year Year number two. Are you where you want to be?
3: Uh, You know, I would say yes, and I sometimes I have to like, and I our coaching staff probably needs to tell me to like just breathe a little bit. It's only year two, you know. But we're competitors, and I think we all want to we want to win and we want to win quickly, you know, but we've got to understand that sometimes it's a process. It takes, it takes time. Great things take time, you know? So I think that's the other part of it where we just have to understand, like we have a young group this year and just knowing that, Hey, like we're going to go through some bumps in the road a little bit. (laughs) And so just preparing them for, for those things to happen and knowing this is only going to make us better three months from now, two months from now, um, and understanding all of those little aspects. So I would say yes, for the most part, we are where we we want to be. Um, but I always want to be better, so I'm kind of like, man, I wish we had this in and we'd be this, you know, we'd be moving in this direction right now. But maybe things are a little slower than
0: one of the than things, I would like. One of the things that I will definitely give you credit for, um, and one of the many things for which I'll give you credit is, I feel like you, I don't see anybody working harder than you. To get your program out in the community, out in front of kids, reaching out to kids, reaching out to people in the community. You're spending a lot of time on that, community relations and yeah. doing the extra yeah. stuff, too. That's a big part of being
3: yeah, a Division I
0: basketball coach. Do you do you enjoy definitely.
3: that? Yeah, I do. And it's it's me, I think, as the person, but our staff as people, you know, just wanting this all to be. We, we claim family. We talk about family. We talk about it being, you know, this this group of people that really cares about each other. But The community is so much a part of that and what we're trying to do and getting more people out to see our team play. Um, Coming to the campus, the university, you know, like people, people drive into SIUE and they're like, wow, like I've never really been on the campus. Like, this is pretty great. You know, so getting more and more people out to see this place, man, it's special. I know there's probably some people listening, maybe. (laughs) If you are, you need to come.
0: Well, you need to come see it. You need to come check out a women's program. And you're doing a lot of things on the court and in the weight room to make your girls better, but you're also planning some cool things like an upcoming Italian trip.
3: Yeah. um, Wow, it'll be a game changer. This will be our first, truly our first European tour, you know, within our athletic department um, where our women are going to get class credit. This is a tour we're taking next June. Um, and so really have hit the ground running in terms of, uh, planning for it and having a professor travel with us and be a part of everything we're doing academically. And then we're also going to play a couple basketball games over there. So it's going to be a great experience, a nine to 10 day tour for our women. Um, and also have started the sort of capital campaign in terms of fundraising a little bit for it. So yeah, it's, it's exciting time here. Um, getting to go on a trip like that, um, if you're an incoming student athlete for us, it's 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 really something that changes your life
0: (laughs) where are you going in
3: italy uh so we'll be taking kind of a trek all down the kind of coast of italy but hitting rome milan um sicily potentially pisa so we have a lot of different stops that we'll we'll be making
0: (laughs) are you going to take your kids on this trip
3: oh my little kids yes oh goodness i don't know (laughs) Maybe one or two of them. Maybe one or two of the older ones.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say my it's... husband
3: definitely afraid of flying. Just <laughs> help me understand that one.
0: He doesn't like to fly.
3: He's not a flyer. No.
0: So he refuses to fly.
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, he would he would prefer not to fly.
0: I guess I'm I'm probably the same way. <laughs> yeah. All right, coach. So. All right. Well, I want to get personal here. I got I've got about uh, fifteen questions. 15 personal questions, just about, just about you. I know your life story pretty much. I know I remembered uh, talking to you last time, but some of this stuff is basketball related, but some of it's more, more personal. Are you ready? Are you scared? No,
3: I'm a little scared, but I think you roll. ought to be. I think you ought to be. <laughs> okay.
0: Right. Okay. Ready? So I want you to answer just quickly and truthfully. And honestly, we're going to we're going to kind of blast through these pretty quickly. All right. Question number one, do you ever binge watch TV? Yes. What's the last series you watched?
3: Um, Peaky Blinders.
0: It's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. What's the, what's the last song that you really sang along with out loud in the car?
3: Oh my gosh. Um, you're going to laugh, but probably like Mary Had a Little Lamb. We're kind of on that right now.
0: (laughs) No, I don't mean with the kids. I mean for you. Oh, for me. You were playing the music and you were like, you were into it.
3: Definitely Taylor Swift, new album, Don't Judge Me. Kind of a, a thing I have.
0: <laughs> okay, good for you. How would you, how would your players describe you?
3: Uh, competitively fun. <laughs> Probably mom-like.
0: How old were you when you knew you were really good at basketball?
3: Oh, gosh. Um, second grade. Because I, I was young a,
0: it's a family thing with you guys it is. i mean you've got it is. basketball courts named after family members your sister is a, is yeah. a wnba champion um it's a, it, i
3: used to i used to love like just handling the ball like as fast as i could as like as much as i could like i used to love that used to i can't bend down that low anymore you
0: can't <laughs> Do you still love to do you when's the last time you But you get in there and play with those, with those girls you told me?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I haven't played in a little while. I had a little knee surgery, a little scope.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
3: Yeah. A few months ago, you know, running on the beach on vacation, trying to stay in shape. Good idea, Sam. (laughs) You know, that's, that's what happens when you try to be, you try to work out when you're old. Do you, (laughs) do you read for fun? I do.
0: The last book you read for fun.
3: Last book I read for fun. Uh, One of the Brene Brown books, but also I'm kind of a Nicholas Sparks notebook, book fan. There you go. You know what I've started to do too? Let me tell you what I've started to do. Tell me. Any young one, any young folk listening, you should take heed. Instead of being on my phone at night lately, I've been grabbing a book and I'm reading a book. Instead of, you know, you can scroll on your phone and before you know it's two hours. Yep. Instead reading a little book.
0: You know what? You're preaching to the choir I've said that a million times. The kids in my class... Looking at your yep. looking at your screen does not help you go to sleep. I do the exact no. same thing. I just finished Freakonomics. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any favorite inspirational quotes?
3: Hmm. I actually just added this to my email signature. Love what you do. That's a good. I like one. that quote. That's a, yep, it's Loving simple. what you do. If you yep.
2: were,
0: if you weren't a coach, what would you be?
3: Oh my gosh. I'm probably a veterinarian. I was kind of obsessed with animals. I still maybe am. If it was up to me and it's not, it's up to my husband. I'd probably live on a farm with like horses and 10 dogs.
0: (laughs) Your kids remind you of you?
3: Uh, Yeah, they do. Kind of, kind of crazy competitive. Our youngest one Flynn is four and in soccer the other day was yelling at the ref that the ball was out on the white team, not a star (laughs) ball. And I'm like, kiddo, just relax. Mom, it was out on them.
0: Flynn's never seen you yell at the officials, right?
3: No, probably not. Probably not. I don't yell. I talk.
0: What's your favorite dinner? Pizza. Do you cook?
3: Yes, I do. I'm kind of a crockpot mom, though. I don't know if there's a lot of judgment there.
0: That's what happened. But – you know when you go, when you go pot work pot. all day, you throw the stuff in the crockpot. You come home, it's done. It's, it's easy. It's
3: kind of super convenient and it's really good.
0: Has anybody <laughs> ever, we, we
3: grill out a lot, though. We grill out too.
0: Do you grill, or is that or is that your husband's job?
3: A uh, little bit of both of us, but more so him.
0: <laughs> what What do you grill on? Green egg, gas, Traeger. What do you? Gas.
3: Gas. gas. Okay. Yeah, just always had gas. Has any
0: <laughs> Has anybody ever told you you're <laughs> too competitive? Yeah, I just let it go. Has an, anybody ever told you that you are too competitive?
3: Uh, yeah, probably when I was younger. Like and, got got to the point where like, hey, you need to be a good teammate sometimes. <laughs> All the time.
0: I think it happens. I think it happens more at the family picnic where somebody's like, Yeah, hey, you know what, you need to tone it back. Yeah. It's like we well, yes. but but um okay. Any superstitions associated with basketball? As a um, as a player or a coach?
3: Yeah, I need, like, before a game, like, I need this, the right marker, and I need, you know, the right lip gloss and all that stuff.
0: <laughs> you got me there. I've never had to have the right lip gloss, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, you, I'll take it's your
3: a, word for it. It's a, it's a woman thing, a female thing, you know?
0: Are you nervous before games?
3: Uh depends on the game. Most of the time, no. Um, I wouldn't even use the word nervous. It would just be maybe, like, we're, we're prepared or we're not prepared, <laughs> you know?
0: I got it. Yeah. I, I, yep. yeah. I don't know. I think, I think I've always got a little bit of nerves no matter what.
3: Yeah. Right before, yeah.
0: just a little bit, just a little bit, no matter what, no matter who, that's just me.
3: There. So, I'm a, so I'm in denial. I probably am nervous <laughs> sometimes.
0: <laughs> How do you deal with that?
3: Uh, talking to the coaches, trying to, trying to laugh, trying to, you know, Make it so it's not as stressful
0: and making sure you got all the boxes ticked you know and making sure yes. you've done everything you're supposed to do. Okay last two Emma. questions last two questions that I'm gonna let you go take care of your kids and these are Halloween inspired questions because we're just a few, just a few days out here. Okay, favorite Halloween candy.
3: Snickers
0: Atta a girl. What's the so good. What's the earliest Halloween costume you can remember wearing? Not just in pictures, but you like, yeah, I remember putting that on and I was.
3: <laughs> okay. I, I think these were around the same age, but one was a devil.
0: That's a good <laughs> and one. And like,
3: yeah, my mom like painted my eyebrows black, <laughs> like really, really black. And then the other was Wizard of Oz. That was Dorothy. That's a good, you'd be a good Dorothy. Who wasn't Dorothy? Who wasn't Dorothy in their day?
2: Me.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: probably not. Yeah. But I am a, I'm a crazy Halloween person. Like I'm kind of that woman in the neighborhood that has that weird, that has that weird yard.
0: Do you already have, <laughs> do you already have your kids' uh, costumes uh, planned out? Picked oh out? yeah.
3: Oh yeah. We've got it. We've got Aaron judge. We've got Aaron judge in our family. So he'll be, yeah, he'll be lacing them up. Nice. We've got Ariel from little mermaid. Good one. And we've got black Panther.
0: Uh, but you got four, you got four kids though. Yeah. I only heard three. Ah,
3: uh, Yes. The fourth. Uh, what is he being like a cowboy or a football player? Yes, yeah, I think it's football player.
0: You better figure it out. You only have a few days. I need to figure out. All, right. Right? All right. Coach Sam. It's always a pleasure. Always a treat. We got to have some of your, some of your ladies on here quickly and good luck in your first game, which is just right around the corner. And to everybody out there in the Metro East, get out there and support the Cougars. They're a fun brand of basketball to watch. Coach Sam is all over the place, ball of energy. She, you never sit down during the game, do you?
3: <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> no. no, not really. So I'm you got to move, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm rooting for you, and I'll be out there again this year. I'll bring I'll bring my girls' tennis team again, like we did last year, and that was that was an outstanding experience.
3: Awesome, please do. And anyone else who wants to follow us, we're on social medias, at siuewbb or siue cougars.
0: That's Coach Sam Quigley Smith of the Cougars women's basketball program and for Adam Reiniger and Trey Peterson, our first guest from Collinsville, and for partners, Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquee, Jeb and Ginger, Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services, our engineer, Everett Hicks. Thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East. Go get them, Coach Sam.
3: Thank you.